Hi, this is Dawn Shireen. This is my podcast, Dance Women Bipolar. So I just wanted you guys to hear what a monsoon sounds like in a tent. Um, because it's, let's say, Sunday, and it's monsoon season, and we're thrown out until 3, um, and... This is like where I'm at right now. So I'm hanging out in my tent, which I'm super grateful now that I bought. And um, a little bit freezing because I went and made a real dumb, dumb move. Um, A real dumb move. It got wet. And um, now I'm in the tent. Excuse me. I'm in the tent, which is, um, I'm so glad I waterproofed it. Um, It's doing really well. I wish I would have waterproofed my jacket. I would have been smart. Um, but um, how am I doing? Well, <laughs> except for this, I'm actually doing pretty well. Um, my roommate went. Uh, yeah, this is kind of a thing that I didn't know was coming up. But so, hold on a second. I gotta readjust my blanket here. Okay, so anyway, so, um, so, I got in some trouble this week, um, kind of, kind of really, um, due to the guy thing with the giraffe, and, um, so, I kind of, I didn't kind of, I mean, I really I did get talked to and um, pretty much chastised about it, you know. Um, And then this concert thing comes up this week in Scottsdale, Arizona, which is, um, you know, pretty upper-class, richy-rich section of Arizona. And uh, it sounds like I might be passing over, which is good. Um... In Arizona, and they're having this concert called Elevate, which is, you know, all Christian music and all that, which, under normal circumstances, I would be like, eh, you know. And under this circumstance, I was kind of like, eh. But, um, and I could have gone, all right? It was like the luck of the draw, and, uh, nobody knows what I drew, because I just said no, I didn't want to go, and they still drew, but only between me and God will people really know what I drew. So, my land, my landlord, wow, my roommate, um, the two disciple coordinators, um, this other disciple, and a bunch of the directors of the program all went. And, uh, Oh, hello, I'm suddenly so tired. Um, and uh, I opted to stay home, basically. Basically what happened, I basically opted to stay home. Which, up until this point, I was really pretty glad. And had I not gone outside to go pee um, at the probably the most critical moment of this storm, I would be, um, I'm still happy I stayed. I'm drying off and it sounds like it's slowing down, so... It's good to see that the waterproofing is actually working on the tent. Um, thank you, God. But, um, 
in all actuality, not going has probably been the bestest, one of the best decisions I've made in a long time. And as you all know, I've been kind of, I don't, maybe it's just I don't do well in roommate situations. And to be honest, um, you know, and uh, I don't do well in roommate situations where people who are in charge of the situation like just don't believe anything I say about anything because they just think I'm the problem. So it's been kind of a nice break. She won't be back until sometime tomorrow night because the last part of the concert is tonight at least 4.30. So they're staying over and coming back sometime Monday. So, um, I mean, it's been, um, it's been a break, you know. Plus, and I know this is going to sound, I don't know, maybe honest. Um, I think she has romantic designs on me because some of the messages and texts she sent me while she's gone have been um kind of disturbing to say the least so um so that lightning strike was close <laughs> wow um i hope my poles are aluminum in this tent that was super duper close uh, so anyway, um, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, so, um, that was God. Maybe that was, um, maybe that was confirmation. So anyway, um, her not being here has really allowed people to see that I am my own true individual person without her, that I really do kind of know what I'm doing. You know, I've kept myself alive this many years without any kind of, um, you know, outside help, like, you know, a person, and, um, that I'm not the one, that's, I'm not the negative one, it's not me, and people are finally starting to see that without her around, that the whole, uh, the whole atmosphere in the house is just a different thing, people are, that was close, let's see how close this one is. Looks like it's coming back around. So they're, they're starting to see that I'm not the one who's always complaining. And I do complain, I'm not gonna lie, but I'm not the one who's always complaining. And I'm not the one who's always like just being a bitch and moaning and all this stuff. It's not me. And without her being here, people are actually starting to be able to see that we are two entirely individual people and that she's the negative one and it, it you know and maybe people are finally starting to see as to why i've been so quiet and so moody and so um generally unhappy you know and it wasn't always this way because she wasn't always um sick i guess but i think she always has been sick since she came to the cottage but she hasn't been um you know like this and then Oh my gosh, I actually was sleeping before this started and I fell asleep in my tent. So, um, and I woke up and I had to pee and, and then I absolutely picked the most incredibly worst time to go outside and pee. So anyway, but, um, so another girl 
lady who had been there before and then um, had to go to another place for medical reasons came back. And it turns out that my roommate had had her food stamp card for the whole time that she was gone and had basically spent every last penny on it. Although that wasn't what it was intended for. Um, and uh, it was just starting to make me wonder... Oh, gosh, excuse me, about how honest she is about anything, you know? Because it's just, um, you know, it's concerning when you live with somebody in a situation that you have little to no control over, and uh, they've just proven themselves to be less than honest with somebody else. Like, in all actuality, you have to be honest about it. You have to be honest about it. And um, be real and be like, well, if they've not been honest with this person, then what would make you think that they would be honest with me? So, you know, in the meanwhile that she was gone, oh my gosh, excuse me, I redid the whole, my whole side of the room, my little corner of the world, which I think is actually about the size of the tent per square foot. Um, and, um, Although the tent is higher, <laughs> truthfully. Um, but, um, you know, and I've done like a pretty general inventory of what I have in the room. And, um, you know, found, refound some things that I wasn't so sure where they were. And have taken precautions now to um, better secure certain things that she doesn't need to find or know about. Or, you know, have a chance to put her hands on, you know. But this, this romantic inclination thing is really starting to bother me um, as I think it would most anybody actually if they're not prone to be that way and the fact that we're in this discipleship program and I got in trouble for flirting with a dude I'm sure that any kind of um, same sex relationship would be highly frowned upon and um, you know besides the fact that I don't, I don't go that way so I was looking through Facebook yesterday and, um, you know, her putting pictures up of where they are and calling it a retreat and all this, which is like, wow, I'd like to go to a retreat. That's nice, you know, because I held back because I thought it was just a concert. But now she's calling it a retreat. Maybe she's just trying to make it sound better than it really is. And, um, you know, it's an okay house. It's not like anything you... It's, I mean, it's, it's got a Scottsdale, you know, it's got a pool and it's got a bunch of bedrooms and bathrooms and... You know, but it doesn't look that fancy, actually. It looks like, you know, staying at Grandma's house, kind of, you know. Um, maybe it's nicer in person, but, I mean, it's not... I wasn't that impressed by the pictures. The pool is nice, but I still wouldn't swim in it because of the chlorine, so... It's like, whatever. Um, but it was one of her friends from the town that she came from was, like, something like, um, I don't know, moving on up in the world or something like that. And she's like, oh, don't worry, sweetheart, I'll be back in her old town soon enough and I'm thinking you know if I said that on my Facebook page I would have every director of this program and every they would be all over me they'd be all over me and um here she is with them right at this thing and she's saying that and it's like are you effing kidding me like how does she get away with that shit and I just say, you know, I'm putting my running shoes on, and I am, like, called to the carpet, so, 
you know, everybody's trying to tell me it's like different levels and higher expectations and all this stuff. And like, I can legitimately kind of understand that. But like, when you're the one that the higher expectations are placed on, it's hard. You know, it's really hard. Like, if I am the one with the higher expectations, why am I in a tent right now freezing? Well, I'm freezing because I was stupid and went out in the highest part of the rain to go pee, but um, that's my fault. But, um, you know, and, and why is she in Scottsdale in a cushy house, probably lounging by the pool right now, looking at all the other chits lusting over them, and, you know, and, and here I am, the possible new disciple leader or whatever, and um, I'm in a tent in the middle of a monsoon. <laughs> Something doesn't make sense here to me, um, you know, and I'm not saying that had I gone back, well, actually, there would have been, I don't know, Sundays are weird, there's very little staffing, so I don't know if anybody even would have been there to let me in, but regardless, um, so other than that, um, getting, you know, called to the carpet for being a heterosexual woman and, um, you know, being, being really kind of yelled at by the director about um, any kind of dating or getting mad at me for um, talking about wanting to leave the program because it's hard, you know, and things like this make it harder. Um, you know, my mental health is actually pretty good, I think. It's gotten better. Oh my gosh, excuse me. It's gotten better these past couple days because I haven't had somebody literally up my ass the whole time following me around and making sure I'm okay when what I'm pretty sure that what they're actually up to is covering for themselves because they're not okay um you know and I'm just tired of it I'm tired of being under a microscope you know I, I promised them that I would hold it together and you know as much as it's like it's kind of weird right because like I didn't really want to go I didn't matter it didn't matter to me but now that they're there and I'm seeing like the directors and all that there and I'm like, oh my gosh, this would have been my opportunity to like really shine. However, maybe on the other hand, it's really my opportunity to shine by staying home and taking care of business that needs to be taken care of while they're all at the schmooze fest. So, um, you know, I'm really not sure what to think about that. Maybe, and I don't look at it as punishment. Like I punish myself, I could have gone had I wanted to, you know, I had the opportunity to go, I could have gone, but I chose to stay, um, but, I mean, that's kind of it, so, I really just legitimately wanted you guys to hear, like, what I go through sometimes, um, being this homeless disciple person without, homeless disciple with a home is really what it is, um, it's kind of crazy. And uh, I wanted you guys to um, get a taste of get a taste of my life right now, and uh, <laughs> there was some really close lightning strikes. I'm not kidding. Oh my gosh, there was a close lightning strikes, guys. Would that be like the most ironic thing that I like actually like die during the show by getting struck by lightning? But then nobody would know how to publish the show and all that and this and that and. And anyway, whatever, you never would have known. But um, it sounds like it's slowing down a little bit, which I'm glad for. Maybe the sun will come out and dry the tent up before I have to roll it up and um, make a getaway. But, like, that won't be for a while. So, uh, whatever, I hope we're 
Holy moly. <laughs> I guess there's nothing better than sleeping in a tent in the rain, huh? Oh my gosh. Um. Anyway. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was intense. Intense. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, guys. Um. I think I want to call it cut this. And um. I want to thank all y'all, Italy and Turkmenistan and Uzbekistan and all the other places that I'm ranking at that I may not even know about because the charting thing is a little weird right now, but um, Italy was really nice to see back on the list again. And I want to thank everybody for listening. Um, you're all part of the posse, and as you all know, we all ride together. We ride strong, we ride together, and we don't leave anybody behind. Okay? Everybody's important. Everybody's part of the posse, and we all need each other to, you know, get to our destination, which is destigmatizing what it is to have a mental health diagnosis and having people understand that just because we have bipolar doesn't mean we are bipolar, but it means that we are a posse and we are strong and we are stronger together. Anyway, I love each of you, and uh, stay dry, guys. <laughs> and uh, this is Don Sharina. This is my podcast, Into a Bipolar, and uh, hey. Let's all stay alive, okay? Later.